I see what's going on here. You, you do? Yeah. You don't like Kathy. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. You've been avoiding her ever since we started going out. Look, I made an effort to like Janice. Now I think it's your turn to make an effort to like Kathy by coming out to dinner with us. Right? Yeah, right. Good. And hey, my treat. But that's only because you're not eating anything, right? <laughs> I want you to like spoilers, but if that's too damn difficult, the least you could do is pretend. This is Chandler Spoilers. This, this spoiler. I am pretending. <laughs> uh, are you really pretending? You like spoilers, actually, though, Brett, right? Come oh, yeah, on. no, I'm just saying what Chandler said. I love spoilers. I know, I know. This is Josh from Goshen. Welcome to Friend Spoilers, Chandler Bing Spoilers, Matthew Perry Tribute. We don't want to like try to get hits or views from death on this podcast. I don't think. Brett, you and I legitimately just like Friends and Matthew Perry, right? This is a flat out tribute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a tribute. I. I was pretty freaking devastated last night, and I watched a bunch of friends, and I'm really glad that we're doing this right now. Really just came out of nowhere, the news of Matthew Perry's death, but Brett, opening question to you. I'll just let you answer this. What are we doing here tonight? What is the future of me and you podcasting on friends episodes what are we doing tonight are there going to be ones in the future what's going on here all right so we're starting i mean we'll see where this goes i mean i think this is has got some potential but for right now josh had mentioned you had mentioned a cool story arc uh at chandler was in in season four it is a good one um it's all the ones it's the six with Paget Brewster, um, Joey's girlfriend in season four. The Kathy Chronicles. Yeah, the Kathy Chronicles. Joey's dating her, but Chandler falls in love with her, and this is kind of the start of that. We were just going to do one episode right uh, tonight. Uh, it's episode five called "The One with Joey's New Girlfriend," and we're just uh, getting together to get some catharsis for Matthew Perry dying because, again, like you said, we're both legitimate fans of his and friends and he's just he's awesome so well i'm gonna kind of approach this brett as just like insular episodes so i know we'll talk about the wide perspective of what happens over the course of the kathy chronicles a little bit over those six episodes but for the most part we're gonna stick with the plot and talk about all the characters in this episode the one with joey's girlfriend like you said season four episode five Hello? What's this? Oh, right, it's that girl's phone number. Start out on the couches as usual, Brett. And this is the Ross-Rachel subplot. Even though Rachel and Ross broke up in season three towards the end, uh, there's obviously still some animosity between them. They're both trying to one-up each other. This episode starts with Ross bragging about getting a phone number. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Just a phone number a really hot girl gave me. <laughs> it's no big deal. I mean, it is her home phone number, but 
and really wanting to literally, quite literally, shove it in Rachel's face. Okay, actually, before we start, I got, I got to know. I, I think I'm in the minority, but some of my really good friends are uh, agree with me. So, how are you with Ross? <laughs> Can you specify a, humong- a little bit more? <laughs> I'm a humongous, I'm a humongous Ross fan. Uh, best friend Drew is a big Ross fan. Jordan's a huge Ross fan. My parents hate Ross. My wife hates Ross. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, and again, there were something back in our day. They literally called it swimmer fatigue. Um, because he, I don't know, Drew and I have always thought that he kind of carries the last few seasons because there's a lot of other stuff going on. Chandler becomes a little less funny. Sorry. I know I'm like kind of crapping on this, like what, what you wanted me to do, but no, let's just feel like we might as well. Yeah. You got your feelings out there about him, but I'd like to take Ross just kind of piece by piece. And here at the beginning of the episode, he's being a douche. What? Whoops. <laughs> Almost lost this baby. <laughs> yeah, the lovely Amanda gives me her number and I, I go and drop it. Like you said, yeah, no, he's he plays a good dude. He couldn't for sure. He couldn't be more childish. It's not even really funny what he's doing. But to yeah. his credit as an actor, he's playing the bit 100 percent. Can't can't deny him that. Yeah, I don't think it's the greatest example for my question. Uh, because he is kind of childish in this. That's kind of the the dynamic that him and Rachel have, like, end of season three. Probably through a lot of season four until he meets uh, Emily. But that's a different story for a different time. But anyway, okay. Yeah. So you're you're up and down on him, I guess? We'll just go bit by bit. Bit by bit. Okay. <laughs> so this, this little mini storyline leads into what I would consider the... C storyline of this episode. And he finally gets it in front of Rachel's face and Phoebe's about to sneeze. So Rachel grabs the number and gives it to Phoebe and Phoebe sneezes into it, which leads us to... Don't forget about that sweet, sweet. I know a lot of you guys are probably pressing skip intro, but I'm not. I love to hear. Got a nice, got a nice nostalgia feel. Yeah, the the Rembrandts. Yeah, what a jam. I actually think that's a nice little bit of writing that the opening bit ends with the sneeze from Phoebe because that is her whole bit throughout this. It's about sickness, but the next scene we get is probably one of the most important in lore of the Kathy Chronicles, Brett, because Chandler meets Kathy for the first time. And it has, she's pretty, she's pretty. It has to be noted that he doesn't know anything about Joey. They met her separately completely from each other. It's a pretty innocent beginning, isn't it? Yeah. And also you kind of get, I feel like you get a little bit of Kathy, Kind of feels a connection too. Obviously, it doesn't really come out much. Um, they have a nice little chemistry where he goes up. Yeah, he wants to ask her out, but they're like, oh, be yourself. It's a kind of a classic the way they talk to Chandler. He's like, what do I do? And Monica's like, just be yourself. And then he starts to move and she grabs him. She goes, but not too much of yourself. So they know that Chandler can be very Chandlery. <laughs> so he goes, he goes up and he talks to her and 
He's kind of bad at it, so she's like, oh, you're really... She say you're really good at this or really bad at this? She just straight up says you're bad at flirting, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm trying. So, again, they have a little spark, but she says, I need to let you know that I'm waiting for a date. And then in walks Joey, which is devastating because that's Chandler's best friend. Yeah. It's not only, like, important to the Kathy Chronicles because... I think Chandler was innocent and his interest came truly before the knowledge of Joey. But it's also Mm -hmm. for the viewer kind of puts you in Chandler's corner right from the beginning. We don't get to see Joey's first meeting with Kathy, right? But do do you remember what they said it was? (laughs) Yeah, they're in acting classes and they uh, partnered up for some scenes and every single one of the scenes Joey picked was them making out. So that's classic Joey. <laughs> he doesn't come across that well in this episode. I gotta be honest, Brett. He's like, I like Joey. I'm not like saying he's canceled or anything, but he's kind of flat. He's kind of one note. He's probably the least predominant character. You're almost rooting against him too. It's a tough, it's a tough Joey time right now. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on. Sorry. That's just birds on TV, so my stupid dog barks at every freaking animal that has ever been on the TV. Probably bark at Joey, too, the way they portray him in this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Josh doesn't like that he puts himself in positions to take advantage of her in acting class. Is that what you're going for? No, 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 no. I just mean, like... Take advantage is strong. That's not what I meant. No, not even any of that. I just think you're clearly on Chandler's side. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And that's too bad for well, Joey. Okay. And I think later on, Joey even comes across a little bit strong arming when he's like, "Hey, man, get over there and pretend you like her." Now we had a deal. It's like, wh- who is yeah. this Joey? He's mean. And I think what you're kind of getting at is, in in my interpretation, is you are kind of rooting for Chandler a because. This is not the type of girl that Joey's usually with. B, right? You know, let's let's be honest. Joey's not known for relationships, or not not saying he treats them bad, but you know, he's kind of a one and done type of person. And Chandler's been, and C, Chandler's just been kind of unlucky in love. So you see someone, he clicks, and then you're like, freaking Joey. Joey's just gonna use her, and you know, but. Actually, he kind of likes her, but a couple episodes later, it's less of a thing. But yeah, you are rooting for Chandler because they see more each other's type. On a friend-to-friend level, Brett, what are your thoughts on getting with a girl after she's like clearly hooked up with your room best friend, your roommate in the apartment you share? Like, uh, do I do I need to bring up the the rhyme? What's um, what's the r- bro, what? <laughs> bros before hoes? I think uh, that answers the question. Kind of a no-no to. Get with someone after your best friend's been with her, but I don't know. I guess that's kind of the point. Eventually, he gets the blessing, but 
I don't know. It's a tough, I guess it's, you can't really put a blanket bros before host thing like that. It's got to be like case by case. And by the way, there's sisters before misters, you know, I don't want to be sexist on this. So. Well, you know how Drew dated someone that I had dated. (laughs) He said that the exception was because, oh, that was junior high. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> everyone's got an, ex- an exception don't they brett um yeah well drew uses that exception to his advantage apparently yeah, but what do you expect uh, i gotta get to something we'll get back to more chandler stuff and more kathy chronicles in a bit yeah but i just gotta say the phoebe c d storyline whatever you called it it does just doesn't play the premise is broke. No. And it's bad. <laughs> so we can't. So we can't. What are they feeding you? This chick sounds good. <laughs> smelly cat. Smelly. Hey, Gunther, be a good little boy. Bring me whiskey. <laughs> It's bad. It's not, but like, like we were laughing about, we're like, she sounds terrible. Like, I know it's kind of the funniness. Like she thinks she sounds great, but at the same time, like guys are showing up and kind of like drooling in the audience. So it is dumb. Phoebe in the first three to five seasons had a lot of really dumb, quirky storylines. And then I think in the last half of the the show, she's got a lot more robust storylines. Like, Early on, it's like, oh, my grandma's in this cat or my grandma's in this pencil. I mean, like literally stupid crap like that. For anyone who hasn't seen the episode, Phoebe's storyline is that she gets this cough and it makes her voice sexy. But it's like it's like limited time sexy because when she gets over her cough, she longs to have the cough again to have like the sexy cough voice back. And what's broken about the premise is there's really no distinction in quality between the voices. Like, she's just terrible with regular voice. She's terrible with the phlegm voice. Like, the bit just doesn't play. Yeah, she's... Well, she's not a very good guitar player or singer. So, yeah, it's... And like you said, the bit, it just doesn't work. It might have worked back in the day. I don't remember. I've never been a huge Phoebe fan, so, you know... It just feels like they're filling content and the laugh track is doing a lot of the work for the show. In oh, these yeah. Parts. <laughs> but I do hate I do hate that people use that as a knock on friends. Like a lot of shows have laugh tracks. It's I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'd still find it as funny. But yeah, the laugh track does like kind of guide you towards what you should laugh at. And this it's very obvious in this one. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's not it's not my favorite. Do you have any notes about. Monica in this episode. I was literally eight seconds ago trying to think of what the heck does Monica do in this episode? She's just like oh, she's a good friend. She's gets sick, but she's just like a f- true friend. She doesn't have a plot line, but everyone's kind of like bouncing their shit off of her specifically. I noticed. Does that yeah. happen a lot? Yeah, she's I mean, she's the one that likes to she's like type A, so she likes to help people. She likes to boss people around. Um, she's the one that tells Chandler to like be herself, yeah, but to not too too much. Yeah. She's the one that like kind of like a mom, a, yeah. a mom type, yeah. 
I, I like that for her in this episode. I enjoyed her, I think. She's kind of in between big storylines here, so she doesn't get much to work with in season four, in my opinion. She's kind of just trying to reclaim herself after a bad breakup in season three, season two or season three with Richard. And this is before she gets with Chandler, so it's kind of like she's kind of just treading water at this point. Well, speaking of getting material to chew on, Chandler gets a ton of it. Love Matthew Perry in the series for a lot of the positions he gets put in, but um, there's a time where him and uh, Kathy stay up all night together just because they want to watch the same show. It's like a very innocent thing, but it's basically like a date. And there's this crazy scene that looks like some of the Matthew Perry rom-coms to come, Brett, of him running through the street, chasing her down just to say hello. Kathy! Kathy! Hi! Kathy! Kathy! Yeah, he's got great physical comedy in this scene. Um, Like, there was a whole point earlier that you alluded to a little bit. They do stay up all night watching someone named Ernie Kovacs, Kovacs, whatever. He's a a real person. I'm not familiar with him. Um, And they have a really good time. And he's telling them about how awesome she is and how they stayed up all night talking. And they're like, "Uh, dude, you're obviously in love with her. So he's like, oh, no. But then that leads us to this scene where he sees her jogging and he starts just going, Kathy. And he gets hit by a car. My favorite part is when he runs through the hot dog. Uh, a guy's a guy is handing a hot dog to another guy that's got like mustard and ketchup on it and he runs right through it and then he uh once he fall into trash dude he, like yeah his physical comedy is like really good at, in this scene falls off a building lands on an awning bounces onto a taxi <laughs> yeah. jumps around it's pretty crazy and it's got that vibe Chandler, what are you doing here? Oh, I just want to say hey. Hey. Okay. (laughs) I got to say, you don't get too much outside of the apartments or coffee shop in Friends. So it really does stick out, I feel like. Yeah. Later seasons, they try to get out more. Um, They have the Porsche and, uh, you know, they take kids to the playground and you know the one where they run and but yeah like the episodes where they play football stand out yeah 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 very often because they're out in the park the geller cup yeah (laughs) but as you know parks when they're in shows where they stay inside out outdoors always look so bad Uh, but i think in friends they do a pretty good job like the street corners and stuff it's believable I, i obviously i feel like seinfeld they're outside a lot more right yeah they're moving about a lot more. So that's being outside of on the sidewalk is like a fifth character in Seinfeld. Um, All this crazy shenanigans having that happen in that show. So yeah, then he pretty much just goes up to her and he's like, Oh, I just thought I'd say hi. And that's when he realizes that he's in love with her, which is not good. Yeah. He even tells his friends that he's a terrible, terrible person for falling in love with his best friend's girl. And none of them correct him. Maybe rightly. <laughs> My best friend's girl. She used Recipes. to be mine. Uh, 
before we get to maybe the culmination of the Kathy Chronicles, Brett, I think there's a little yeah. bit more to talk about the uh with the Ross and Rachel storylines. Oh, okay, yeah. So Ross is you know, he's got a second or third date with his mind what he thinks. Can I just say something? Um, yep. Both their dates, very attractive, hot folks, but both have huge, huge flaws. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically so, a premise. Ross thinks he found this perfect girl who's got a kid that their kids hang out. They get along. They're going to go have this great date. They're going to have like a play date with the kids. And then afterwards, he's hoping for a, a wine and play date for the adults. Um. Should I talk about Rich real quick or do the Ross real quick? Yeah. Well, what happens with that with those dates with Ross? Okay. So with Ross, he shows up with a bottle of wine, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so happy you could show up." Um, and then she's like, basically lets him know that he's the babysitter, and she's like, "Oh, I've liked this guy forever. So glad that you could come. I've been wanting to go out with him." So he finds out he's the babysitter. And she even like busts him out. She's like, hey, I don't want to be a square, but can you not open that wine until after the kids go to bed? Like just completely, you know, stomps on Ross's confidence there because he thought he was, you know, getting somewhere with, like you said, a attractive blonde single mother who seems to like him because, you know, but yeah, so that's Ross. And she that's is pretty, pretty embarrassing. She's really attractive. You get where Ross is coming from. He just gets lured into the babysitting role, though. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and there was like a <laughs> a joke earlier where they went to a museum and they didn't even kiss. So that like you think that's oh that's just first date jitters, but you find out why it's because she's not interested in him. They're probably just walking around with the kids. And so, so for Rachel, she meets this younger guy. He's actually. Not even an upperclassman in college. He plays on the JV yeah, soccer uh, team. <laughs> what is his name? Um, I feel like he plays for Goshen College. He totally would fit right in with those guys. Yeah, that makes sense. But, Cute college guy. Oh, his name's Josh. Yeah, his not to be confused with Joshua, who oh. is played by Tate Donovan. He's much top three least favorite storylines in that whole show. Yeah, but he's a much Joshua. he's a Joshua. much better. Josh than this Josh. This Josh yeah, is yeah. like Tate Donovan's great. This guy in this episode is just a bro, and literally like Rachel just makes out with him when she thinks Ross might be looking. That's actually kind of weird <laughs> and yeah. gross, Brett. Ross isn't here. Oh, Stop it. <laughs> So, uh, see you at the party? Fear's fear, man, 24-7. What does he say? He's like, dude. Yeah, he's like, he's I'm going to head, dude, bro. Yeah, I'm going to head. And he literally sticks his fist out. Yeah, his name's Josh. He's got like some, I mean, dresses like a dude, bro, frat, bro. And Rachel kisses him when, because she wants to make Ross jealous. And then... You find out later on that he's stealing from her. He steals money from her. Uh, the one um, fatal flaw, kleptomania. Yeah. <laughs> you find out that she's like, well, at least he bought me things. And Monica's like, that's mine. That's a good one. Um, Great Monica. So line. yeah, neither neither one of their uh, big time boyfriends, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend uh, actually worked out. So that reminds me. Funny. Monica is like working 
getting her like sisterly whiny voice. She's like really dialing it in here four seasons in. And I think this is also the first appearance of the like sign language that the Geller siblings oh, yeah. made up. And oh, yeah. th- people used to talk about this a lot. You like bump your fists together and that's basically like flipping someone off. And I don't mm-hmm. what the hell is, what the hell is the other thing that Frost does where he puts his hands up on his head and like yeah, he does like a little flipper thing. He like elephant yes. trunks. <laughs> oh yeah. What does that mean? And they do that a couple episodes later too. Uh, I think it means F you, but they just um, both mean F you? That's lame. Well, I don't, I don't think they ever actually say it. Um, but obviously, uh, it causes Monica to like scoff because she's embarrassed by it. Oh, yeah. She said that's the first time she realized she was cooler than her older brother when he made that up. Um, Sick burn. As you know, later on, he's he's a pretty big nerd in college, in high school, and pretty much forever. But yeah. Can we get to what I think is maybe the strongest part of the episode and maybe the strongest part of Matthew Perry's acting in this particular piece of Friends lore? Is it when he's like, how about I tell her that I'm in love with her, that type of thing? Yeah. 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 Let me set it up a little bit, though. So Chandler gets like coerced to go on this like third wheel date with Joey and Kathy. He loves Kathy. Has to go on this double date any or this not even a double date, just literally a third wheel hangout, going to get dinner with him at this club, and Kathy spends the whole time talking about how she wants to hook him up with this chick, that chick, this chick, and she puts her hand on Chandler's shoulder at one point, and he's just getting like really uncomfortable. Goes to the bar to like hide out, get a beer, and Joey like, this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, Brett. Joey kind of confronts him pretty directly here. Okay. Understanding a little more why you're single. <laughs> oh, you know, I have a friend you'd like. She's really pretty. And then we could double date. Uh, no, no thanks. <laughs> okay. I've got some ugly friends, and they're all available, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to grab a beer. I'll be right back. <clears throat> what was that? Yeah, but to be fair, it's coming off to Joey, who, let's be honest, is not very smart. It's coming off to him like he just flat out doesn't like his girlfriend. Well, what does he say? He's like, my best friend. Well, first of all, Chandler's out watching TV and he can hear the two. This is the the night before. He can hear them canoodling in there. And he turns the TV up and Joey comes out naked with, what's he have in front of him? A pizza box or something? No, I don't a bulls know. like a bullseye. What is it called? Darts board. Dart board. Yeah. Hmm. And he's like, "Hey, we're not exactly gonna be sleeping in there." But is that when he busts him out for not being nice, or is it when he invites him to dinner the next day? I think he hints on it earlier on, but it's really at dinner up by the bar when Chandler's trying to hide out and get the spear that Joey's like, "Listen, yeah. Buster." So then he comes over and he's like, "Hey, you made a deal with me. You were gonna try." to get along with her and he's like I am trying because and then Joey again thinks that you're trying which means you, you, you're still being mean even though you're trying so you must hate her but he's trying because he's in love with her he's trying 
not to, you know, like jumper in a in a non assault way. But yeah, he comes up and he he's like, Oh, you want me to you want me to pretend? You want me to go you want to be honest? You want me to tell her that I'm in love with her, that I can't stop thinking about her? That I don't remember what else he says, but it's it is good acting. He um he just really, really gets into it and Joey's like completely goes over Joey's head, which obviously is a theme in this show in general. <laughs> he's not yeah. he's not very smart. <laughs> But he's like, yeah. This does is he say, yeah, that's this, good. Or? It's this like thirty seconds that makes you think like Matthew Perry has some chops. If you were just watching this episode in a vacuum, right? Yeah, he does have some chops for sure. Canadian, he was a really good tennis player, which he shows in the show later on. That's always I always thought that was cool. But he basically is saying how he really feels, but disguising it as as if he doesn't feel that way. Um. He loves her. I mean, he thinks about her nonstop. He he would do anything to be with her. But it's uh like that. He ends it with, and I curse or I'm devastated that that you met her. Basically, says that you met her before me, and that's freaking devastating. And because yeah, if he would have gotten, we all know that if Chandler would have met her first, they probably would have gotten together because they like each other. What was that? What? Kathy's being really nice, and you just walked away. I thought we had a deal. Hey, look. What do you want from me? I want you to like her. But if that's too damn difficult for you, then the least you could do is pretend. I am pretending. Well, then do it better. Okay, what do you say I uh, go over there and tell her how much I like her? No, no, it'll be good. I can tell her how much I've been thinking about her. That I haven't stopped thinking about her since the moment we met. That I'm so fantastically over the top, want to slip my own throat in love with her, that for every minute of every hour of every day, I can't believe my own damn bad luck that you met her first. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> you might want to tone it down a little. I feel like I wish Joey would have said, geez, is that a dashboard confessional lyric or something? Because oh, I, I love that. I, I feel like there's like something really melodramatic about what he's saying. He's like, I would slit my wrists to spend one second more with her eyes. like <laughs> He is being melodramatic for sure. Maybe not that melodramatic, but pretty melodramatic. Yeah, it's not quite that bad, but something about it works with Chandler and the way it bounces off Joey and becomes a joke two seconds after. I think it's some of the good shit of friends, basically, right, yeah. right in here. Yeah, relationships is, is what friends does really well, in my opinion. Especially for a Goofy sitcom. Yeah, and it's not even really like Kathy and Chandler's relationship necessarily here that's shining. It's like Joey and Chandler's relationship and what it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. It's good. One last question before we get into the ending of the episode. Did you feel like Gunther was weirdly prominent here? In season four, oh, yeah. episode five. <laughs> also, God, rest in peace, Gunther, too. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I love Gunther. Uh, he's <laughs> one of only the few people that have, were in every season. Non-actors. I think there were maybe two, two or three, but... Uh, what are some of his highlights from this episode, you remember? <laughs> well, he if you don't, I'm sure people who are listening know friends, but... He's absolutely in love with Rachel. He has been forever. 
and uh, pretty classic. He's, he's like, Rachel, what's your birthday? She's like, oh, May 5th. She's like, why? He goes, oh, I'm just keep making a list of people's birthdays. And Rosh goes, my birthday is in December. And he goes, yeah, who cares? And he walks off. Um, he also has this moment with Monica where she's doing this thing where it makes it look like someone's <laughs> hugging you and making out, but it's just like your arms. Yeah. And he's like yeah. totally vibing on that in a weird way. And she clocks it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then finally his last appearance. Yeah. He's got a couple different appearances. Um, his last one is um, he sneezes and Phoebe goes, Gunther, kiss me. And then she kisses him. Um, and then, and then at the very end, he tells Rachel, he like hey, admits it. Yeah. Like. yeah. He's, he feels guilty. He literally did nothing wrong. They're not together. It did nothing but, wrong. <laughs> yeah. But he admits it to her and he feels bad. He's like, he does the classic. I didn't initiate it, but I didn't stop it. <laughs> Cause you know, it's, it's Gunther. He probably doesn't have a lot of women. He's kissing who the show wants you to think is. I mean, it's not like Phoebe's bad looking, but yet he still feels guilty about it because he's in love with Rachel. So it's classic. It's it's a good it's good Gunther. It's it's his hatred for Ross is so funny. He should have risked it all for Phoebe. Yeah, but I don't actually. Funnily enough, one of the episodes I was watching last night was, you know how there's a they all have lists of five people they can sleep with. Yeah. Well, there's one late in a later season where Jack and Judy Geller, the Ross and Rachel's parents, are there because she's got Gunther on her list. Wait, who uh, does? People that she can sleep with. Judy. Oh my their gosh. Mom. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's into Gunther and apparently Jack, who I freaking love, uh, Elliot Gould, he's there and he's oh he's okay with it. Uh, but yeah. Gunther's the man. Rest in peace. We teased it earlier, Brett. Joey steps out of the bedroom, his bedroom, and he's oh, naked. I jumped out of order. I'm sorry. No, no, I no. did jump out of order. No, no, no. We were, we were just there. But I just want to talk about this one little thing because it kind of finishes up the whole episode. And this is kind of where I think the Kathy Chronicles leaves off, you know, for yeah. this first one. And that is... Joey steps out. He's got he's got the dartboard in front of him. He's got one sock on, notably. <laughs> and uh we get this like really cool moment where Chandler goes across the hall with a blanket and pillow. So good. And he's uh-huh. like, Do you have an extra couch to sleep on? Said, can I can I sleep on your couch? Yeah. Um He's devastated. Monica lets him in because Monica's the mom, even though it's, you know, they end up getting married. And she's sick, too. And they do end up getting married. So I feel like that's maybe a clip they show later in, like, compilation episodes and shit. But yeah, I feel like the show's called Friends. And if there's a good moment of friends, you know, helping, like, the friends have already said earlier that, listen, Chandler, it's probably not great that you're in love with Joey's girlfriend. But then, in the same token, they're like, yo, that's pretty fucked up that you like her so much and Joey's just fucking her right next to you. Like, come sleep on our couch. (laughs) Yeah, that's brutal.
I did have one note. Yeah, go. I did have one note. Yeah. So, you know, it's no secret, I think, that the main reason people love Chandler is because he's, he's hilarious. He's sarcastic. You know, he rarely ever takes things seriously. So episodes like this, where he's very, uh, he's not making jokes the whole time. He's, he's really, he's like the straight man and he's really emotional. And he's showing a different side of him. I love those episodes and I think it plays really well here. Um, so I, I really like it. It's kind of a, you're not used to it. So it's always cool when you see it. Yeah. I think something about, you know, anytime he's, he dates tons of people throughout the series. Right. But b- yeah. because this person that he likes has to be a secret from Joey, it puts him in this weird, vulnerable spot. That's like, really good for the show with him kind of sharing things in confidence with the other friends. Yeah. I mean, usually if, if this is your first episode of friends, you'd have no idea that him and Joey are like, I don't know. They're just always like playing foosball against each other. They're like buds to the end. Like they love each other. Yeah. I don't know if that comes across in this particular episode, you know? Nope. And also, another thing is Chandler's always doing things for Joey. Joey never has any money. He's always helping him pay rent. A big storyline throughout the series. He's always helping him pay for his headshots. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's hard to see that. It, you really want Joey to take one for the team, but he doesn't know at the same time. So it's tough to see that because of all the things he does for Joey, he can't, but at the same time, he can't ask him for this. You get the feeling, too, and maybe we'll get to this more in the subsequent episodes, but, like, the way Joey typically dates, if he knew that Chandler was this into a girl that he was dating, one of his typical girls, he wouldn't think twice about letting Chandler take take her. (laughs) Does that make sense? He does say that. He says that later on. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I, I feel like that is like a point of like frustration even before he says that where you, you feel that with their history or something. Yeah. And like you said, he's not, that's not usually his thing. That's not how usually how he's with girls. So it reminds me of a, one of my all time favorite friends quotes. Uh, I think Ross or somebody asked Joey, Joey, you have a lot of sex, right? And he goes today, not a lot. Some. So that's like how, <laughs> That's like how he is. He's banging. He's just banging nonstop. Do you think that was final thoughts? Or do you think, or do you have? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we were in final thoughts without having proclaimed yep. it. So that's fine. Do you want to go ahead and go first for your yes or no? And I was wondering, maybe just for these Friends episodes, if you wanted to give this Friends episode a like letter grade? The one with Joey's girlfriend. Uh, do you want to do full grades or plus or minuses as well? You can go plus or minuses. The full name of it is Season 4, Episode 5, The One with Joey's New Girlfriend. Just wanted to get that um, right. Um, man. Now, now, see the good news. Next time I'll be able to think about this more. Um, I would give it a... I'd give it a B plus, I guess, because this is a really good beginning of an arc. 
Um, like I said, it's nice to see Chandler in that way. Um, Ross has a funny storyline. It's not one of his best, but it's definitely not one of his worst. Um, him and Rachel have a nice little funny thing going on. Phoebe's obviously drags it down a little bit, but Paget Brewster is a good side character. Um, and I think I th- I'd give it a B plus. Did you say yes or no? Oh, it's a yes. It's a yes. I mean, I I don't know if I think. Oh, I, we were watching an episode last night. And I said I hate this episode, and it might be one of the only few that I ever just don't like. And it's only just because I don't like a certain storyline. I, I mean, I like every episode, but it's a yes. It's it's not one of my all-time favorite episodes, but it's I mean, it's definitely top half. It's good. It's good. You know what? I'll say it's a B. I'll give it a B. I'll give this episode a yes. I think there's a lot of just times where I laughed watching this back. It's been a while since I've watched Friends. So I don't know. I just, it was fun to watch. And for that reason, I guess I'll just give this a cheap yes. I think you're pretty, you're in the zone with a B. I feel like that's almost like a little harsh because it's a pretty good episode. Yeah, um, for sure. But it's there's so many good episodes. I, I like, like B's not really a diss. I like the episodes where they're in the middle of the seasons and it's not too serious. And yeah. the Kathy Chronicles gets a little bit more serious later. And right oh, now yeah. it's pretty lighthearted, except for that one little moment that we touched on earlier, right? But I, I do think it probably sinks to a B just because the writing and the story line of Phoebe is just bad. It's not even her performance. She tries her best. Damn it. It's not a Lisa Kudrow thing at that point. Um, Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. B. Let's just give it both a B. I like that. Two Bs. Two Bs in a pod. (laughs) Oh, so you have the classic you have the classic furniture in this um, I mean, not the classic furniture, the classic Joey and Tana furniture. No, but I meant the classic uh, two uh, Lacey boys and the TV. That's their classic furniture, but since they got all that stolen um, they got because the of Joey, they have the boat and the little lawn chair. So, And the, the dog? The dog's there? Yeah, they didn't take the dog. The Greyhound. So, yep. it's It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, yeah. So we're going to sure. sign off here. And that was a great time, Brett. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We don't have anyone for you to compete against for trivia, but I'll just put one out there for you. See how close you can get, okay? Okay. The actor who plays, it's not Josh from Goshen. It's just Josh in this episode. Mm. His name is Brian Fish Smith. Yeah. How many acting credits does he have? You know, I looked up his page, but I didn't make it past the front page. I saw three, so I'll say three. He has three acting Is it three? <laughs> this episode's a friend. A movie called oh, Bartender yeah. in the same year, and the year before he was in the TV show California Dreams for one episode. Oh, yeah. Saw that. <laughs> oh, man. That's a bad show. I watched it, but it's bad. 
he's a professional inline skater. Let's be fair. He's got another profession. Oh, that, that's that seems right. Fish. Brett, give For us sure. a hot take. Say goodbye to the audience. You nailed that trivia on the head. You deserve it. Uh, hot take. Friends is amazing. If you don't like it, something's wrong with you, not friends. <laughs> that's on you, sir. Yep. It's your problem. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, take it away, spoiler man. Special thank you to our patrons. Druid King. I think it's nice that the medical community is finally trying to help sick hamsters. <laughs> Brother Brian. When's your birthday? Matt Troll. We had a great time, and we're going out again tomorrow. Nick. You're not even going out. You're her babysitter. You, you have a 12-year-old girl's job. <laughs> The Meg. This chick sounds good. The Wolf. <laughs> it's one of the things I love about her. She's uh, she's old enough to drive. Nurse Stacy. I mean, you know, I'm thinking you could bring her, and you guys could go up to your old room and not make out. Barky 420. That's mine. <laughs> Spencer. Can I sleep on your couch? Gale. Well, we kissed. I, I didn't initiate the kiss, but but I also didn't stop it. Dr. Lar. Joey tells me you two met in acting class. Swole. Yes, yes, I was just trying to figure out a way to uh, demonstrate how I could get my exceptionally large feet into my even bigger mouth. Cheese zombie. Kathy, with a K or a C? With a K. <laughs> hey. P.K. Now, we're not exactly going to be sleeping in here, but do you mind? That was Spoiler.